You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I don't really know her like that. And my AKA for today will be, um, why the hell Peach be needing Mario to save her ass when she can beat Bowser's ass her damn self and or fly away? And I am joined by... Hey everybody, it's Candice. You can find me on all social media. It's not so newlywed PC. Uh, I don't have an AKA, but I do want to ask the question, how can little Boosie find his way into everybody else's business, but can't make his way to the endocrinologist to get an insulin prescription? <laughs> Okay, mm. instead of worrying about what Lori Harvey doing and what this woman doing and that woman doing, get your A1C together. <laughs> That's what you do for you end up like Lieutenant Dan or Every- in Jen's case, Lieutenant Ant. Our, get you your legs what? chopped off. Okay, mm. you worry, right, you worried right. about everything but your sugars. All right. Get your okay. sugars together. Um, <laughs> What's up, everybody? We here, we back. We got a five episode lineup. You'll only have to deal with one more of those as the reunion of Salt Lake City. The last part of it will be airing this week. So you'll be getting that. Also, if you haven't, please go look at the super trailer for Married to Fucking Medicine. Oh my God. Is it good? I haven't haven't seen it yet. Messy. Scott cheating on Contessa. Mm-hmm. Which we saw that coming a mile away, and I don't condone cheating, but just some of their behaviors in their marriage over the last couple seasons, we knew that it was you kind of you saw the writing on the wall, yeah, it was headed for destruction. Um, but what what makes it seem like some really oh my gosh, shit is that it appears that Scott is going around showing the other husbands pictures uh new pictures of the women he's cheating on contessa with without those women's consent and it looks like scott has totally jumped over into fuckboy behavior whoa yeah whoa yeah so you know (laughs) that's what the super trailer looks like quad has been moved to a friend of the show mariah is not on the season it looks like thank god Thank God. Because <laughs> so let me tell you one motherfucking thing. That shit last season with Mariah crying about her reputation being destroyed because she might have, may or may not have done cocaine. Y'all played in my goddamn face with that shit. Because don't nobody give a damn. Calm down, friend. It's over. That's done. We, <laughs> Listen, we moving into memories. new territory. <laughs> Just come back Listen, to the I light. got triggered. Yeah, back to the light. Come back. Um, <laughs> go check out the super trailer that's premiering in March. So that'll be getting be coming into the lineup. Uh, so we might end up having a five show lineup. I don't know. I don't know how many episodes the Bell Collective is going to be. I can't imagine it being a twenty episode first season. Mm, probably, it probably is- fourteen at at most. So. They're already in episode six, so you know, I hope not, but we will see. 
Uh, that's all I have. If you're not subscribed to the Patreon, please do so. Subscribe at the Blue Noise level, which is $10. It gets you the wind down. It gets you exclusive video content. It gets you access to the Flawless Noises Media Network Roundtable Talks with all of your favorite hosts across the network. Also, a huge shout out to Gary from Mystic Moments Podcast. As he was featured in O Magazine, uh, he shouted out the podcast and the network. He's talking about Oracle cards, Oracle decks. So if you're trying to get your energy right and you want to vibrate higher and you don't want to do it with a uh, healer, um, (laughs) come on on over to Flawless Noises where (laughs) Mystic Moments is at. Also, a huge shout out to... Bree, she is, you know, going, she finished her chemo. She's now on radiation and she, the countdown is on to her being in remission. We love that for her. Good, uh, good job, Bree. You did that. And um, just a, you know, a, Hey, how do you do to all the rest of the hosts? And thank you for your commitment to the network and putting out great content. Now let's get into the bullshit. Real Housewives of Atlanta is back. They took a break uh, during Super Bowl Sunday. And this is season 13, episode nine, Hostess with the Leastest. I'm just going to say, typically we give a point-by-point breakdown. But this whole episode, the ladies dragged the fuck out of Kenya and finally called her to the carpet for signing up to host a girl's trip, but putting mommy duties over hosting the actual girls trip Mm. yeah she the episode picks up with the ladies are planning to put on a pjs play a game have a few drinks kenya goes upstairs and never comes back down finally on top of that the the during the day and i remember this kenya comes to the beach she has lunch for herself crab cake uh po' boy with a salad disc didn't get the ladies anything else finally candy reaches her boiling point and candy says hey i have a newborn at home blaze is younger than everybody's smallest children in here but here i am in the spirit of sisterhood, trying to support Kenya doing this girls weekend for Cynthia. And she not only decides to book a private jet just for herself and Latoya, she brings Brooklyn and does not tell any of the other ladies, brings a nanny. So she has someone here and she still opts to dip out on the festivities with the girls in spite of having a nanny and uses the excuse, well, I've never left Brooklyn alone. First things first. And then Kenya, the fact that Kenya is so oblivious talking about what did I do wrong? (laughs) Candy is like, you signed up to host a trip. When you host a trip, you have to think of every aspect that includes dining that includes breakfast lunch and dinner and if you're not going to have somebody come in and cater or cook you at the very minimum should have let us ladies know like hey 
um, you know, for meals, you're free for breakfast and lunch. You're free to do what you want. I have somebody, I have a chef or a caterer coming in to do dinner, but breakfast and lunch is on you. I have the fridge stocked for breakfast. If you want to cook or if you want to go out, whatever the case may be, she didn't give them the courtesy of any of that. Mm. And Kenya is like, well, Candy, I don't think you have my back. The sad part is Candy shouldn't have your back, but she literally one of the few people that has had your back. And right. you really don't deserve anybody having your back because you a fucking snake. I mean, we, we can start and end there. You're a fucking snake. Well, I've never left Brooklyn alone. Here's Here's the thing. That is a very realistic fear with almost every new mom every new mom has a fear of leaving their child overnight for multiple nights without them but if that's the case you are the last person that needed to sign up to host a girls retreat weekend in a whole nother fucking state if you wanted to do something for Cynthia, you could have hosted a girl's night at your house and it would have been safer and cheaper in a fucking pandemic. I love how we, uh, whenever we talk about Kenya's answers, we keep coming back to that very salient point that it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. You wanted to go to the uh, Island of the Isles or wherever it is in South Carolina if you could not stand to be away from Brooklyn for two two nights and three days, you should not have hosted it. You should have told Bravo, I would love to do it, but I'm not in a position to do it. I don't have the best relationship with my soon-to-be ex-husband, so my only option is to have to leave Brooklyn with a nanny that just started working with me overnight. I'm not comfortable. I am willing to host a girl's night or a girl's weekend at my home where I can keep an eye on the nanny or she can come back in the, in during the day, but I'm not comfortable going out of town. That's what a smart person would have done, but this is Kenya Moore. We talking about also they got on Kenya for playing a victim with Marlo. <laughs> because <laughs> they were like because she's like marlo you have tried to drive me in every way possible every capacity and all the other girls are like can you, you do the same shit like this is literally spider-man pointing at spider-man like literally you are a shady selfish self-righteous indignant ass bitch kenya i don't know why you sitting up here playing the victim because mark got his foot on your goddamn neck You have prided yourself on being a clapback ass bitch or I'm going to shoot you before you shoot me ass bitch. So what is the issue with being friends with Marlo? Y'all birds of a fucking feather, if you ask me. Correct. And then the other ladies proceeded to get in her ass again about the Brooklyn situation saying, hey, we all have small children. We all would love to have our kids here at night when we go to bed, which I don't believe that at all. But <laughs> for the sake of TV, you know, when when mothers don't act like they not miserable when their kids are not in their presence, 
they get deemed as bad mamas. So I get it. Yeah. You l- listen, lying. <laughs> I get the grandstanding. I do. However, they are right. And Kenya's like, I don't have to, I didn't have to tell y'all anything. I don't have to extend any any accommodations to y'all. So bitch, being don't wild be the host. Like don't if y'all host didn't something. If y'all well, if you like Kenya, like I love how Kenya like in her attempts to defend herself always ends up dragging herself. Well, Kenya, if you didn't owe the girl shit, then why are you hosting in the first place? Because you could have said no. Hello. Like Kenya, if little Tommy. <laughs> this girl, she dumb as hell. Literally, just a stupid old dumb dizzy bimbo. Correct. And that was the whole episode. Um, candy. Well, as long as Kenya got dragged, that's all I. That's candy all that ordered was. some. Candy ordered some strippers since Kenya didn't really have a bachelor. Rhett weekend planned out for Cynthia. So she's like sneaking around ordering strippers and shit. And that was that episode. But I mean, I really enjoyed the dragon to Kenya. I totally truly did. I'm always here for Kenya getting dragged. So then since we in the A. Let's stay. Let's talk about Little Women Atlanta. I want to... I know we made some comments about the twins putting Minnie on standby as a manager. And if you're not going to be managing, don't call yourself my manager. However, you two little bitches don't have no talent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't have any talent and I'm <laughs> and it's time for us to have a real conversation that y'all are, can't sing you can't rap you can't act you can't model you do, you need to be mismanaged you know when you put it like that <laughs> Like, I appreciate the tenacity. I appreciate the confidence of self. But y'all are living in an alternate universe if you really think you are the peak of potential and talent in modeling and music and in show business. The, the Y'all made y'all best and most money shaking ass and being bottle girls. Don't let the world tell you you need to do much more than that. If that's what you're good at, do that. Y'all can't sing. And you don't even put the effort and and that time into trying to at least be able to carry a tune better. You didn't hire a whole vocal coach and managed to somehow practice for 10 minutes (laughs) at home. And your three kids is in Texas. Bitch, what is you doing? What so you that's, the one that the, that's the one that the kids in Texas. Uh, let me double check. Oh, no, that's Amanda. Sorry. You don't have no kids either. So we're... we're it, it. I mean, you got all the time in the world to practice. 
And we know you got all the time in the world to practice because, again, many ain't managing you, so she ain't booking y'all shit, so you, you, you have all the time in the world. Andrea is the one that went to the modeling agency and didn't have no portfolio. That shit made me laugh. That 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 man was looking at her like, are you? I know you fucking lying. Like she was booboo the fucking fool. Yeah. And at first I thought her nigga was being an asshole. I mean, he still kind of was, but I thought, but, but like when she didn't come in prepared, I was just sitting here like, so you think you just gonna walk in and pull pictures from your phone and think you gonna land something? Like, girl, what? <laughs> Like you didn't even have a portfolio. That motherfucker had to look at your phone to look at your pictures. Your Girl, that filter, is, that your is filter pictures. <laughs> right with the filter. <laughs> <laughs> like what was this? Y'all don't have no talent. No, nah, she like <laughs> y'all are y'all are little women. I mean, y'all are attractive. Fair. Y'all are cute girls. They. <laughs> y'all are cute women cute ladies but in terms of music modeling acting no to be fair though to be fair we have seen people with the same amount of non-talent as them be so more successful with good management to be fair well they probably at least they manager probably at least told them they need a portfolio that is true that is also true <laughs> Or they at least did they Googles. If you Google what you need for modeling, the first thing that pops up is a portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, like at first I thought her nigga was being an asshole, but when he was like, did you do the research? And then she showed up to a modeling agency with no portfolio. <laughs> like it was a funky, funky, funky mess. Okay. Next, I want to say I feel like Andrea is smothering her sister. Uh, yeah. Um, you're going to push her away. Your sister is a newlywed. She's in that period of newlywed and wedded bliss. Get some business. Go to Texas and be a mama to the three kids that you have. You spend more time trying to mother your sister and keep tabs on her than your own children. And I find that to be awfully fucking weird. Yeah, but I mean, we said this, like, Andrea does not have an identity outside of Amanda, and Amanda, you can tell Amanda's sick of that shit. She's like, girl, I'm my own titty woman, like, goddamn. I'm married, I want to start my own family, I want to do my own things. I don't want to just be known as a twerking twin for the rest of my life. And that's right. fair. Very fair. It is. It absolutely is. And especially meanwhile, back at the ranch, Andrea, again, your whole ass chilling is with y'all, with your mammy. Hello. Hell fucking low. Speaking of mamas, many Ooh, your mama need a man. <laughs> I love that segue. <laughs> Speak, your mama need a man. First things first, let me tell you something. Many's mama's got a man. <laughs> Oh, she don't. <laughs> a lack of a man. Minnie's mama lonely as hell. Like, let me tell you, if you are not a tea drinker, you will not know the tricks and the trades to preparing an amazing cup of tea. I'm going to mm. be honest with you. And when he could make her a cup of tea, I, the first thing I said, he ended up saying it is, we talk about a nigga from Atlanta, all he know is sweet tea. 
<laughs> right. Lo and behold, he like shit. I just I drink sweet tea. I don't. I had to. Exactly. And, and to be honest, tea is no different than coffee. If people, if you don't drink coffee, most people don't know how to make a good cup of coffee. Me, hello, it me. Like there's literally times at work I drink coffee sporadically, but when I would be in the office prior to the pandemic. You could tell when certain people tried to make the coffee who ain't used to making the coffee. Yeah, I've heard that from coffee drinkers. Yeah, I've heard that before. It's like, if if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, if you're not a tea drinker, you don't know what flavor profiles go together. You don't know that, you know, honey sometimes tastes better with certain teas than sugar and a little bit of lemon or a little bit of mint or when you sick, pop a cough drop in it or this, that, and the third. There's so many different tricks to tea. And let's not even get started in the non-traditional tea that you get from the grocery store. If we're talking about actual loose tea that you have to steep and the steeper yourself, that's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. So, I mean, I and the way her mama was talking about him like he wasn't sitting there in many God rest your soul, but like I said, we're going to talk about this show like she was here when this show was filmed and she's here when it's, and she was there, so all we can talk about is what we see on the screen. At some point, you got to get Big, big Mama, Big Bird, Big Red, Big Dab Adney up out your mix. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she she is very overbearing. She's very overbearing. Yeah, get big dad like about that, your that, business. That just didn't that didn't need to be as big of a deal as she was making it. It, it really did. did. It and didn't. It's, it's, it's especially to his face, like he not right there. It didn't warrant the the condescending conversation at all. It would have no, been like, didn't. okay, well, if you cared that much about her having a perfect cup of tea. Why you didn't just say, you know what, Nick? I'm going to take you on in this kitchen. Let me show you how to make my baby a good cup of tea. So you will know for next time. Exactly. That's all you had to do. You need a life. I also think her mama is, like, I think her mama is a lot, but I also think her mama playing it up for the cameras just a bit. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, like I'm not saying it's not her. I definitely believe that she is overbearing, but I think she's taking up a slight, like a lip, like a tanch because of the cameras. Also, you you're not gonna convince me you this overbearing, and your daughter been taking grown dick for many years now. I, well, also that she's fucking with for, with big Nick, big ass. You worried about a cup of tea, and he power driving her into the into the Earth's core. Girl, get out our goddamn face. Stop playing in our fucking face. I'm I am sad though. Um this is Minnie's last episode. Oh, it is. Uh next week's episode is the episode where she has passed away in a car accident. Okay. See, I didn't see the previews when I was watching. But I got some tea. Oh, go ahead. I'll be on the message boards. Now, word on the message boards is that when Minnie got in that car accident, she and Nick had gotten a big fight because he had cheated on her and she Mm. stormed out and left. Mm. And she was maybe driving pissed off Mm. when that accident happened. Now, that's a rumor. Uh. I saw it on a couple message boards because I like to, you know, 
get a feel for other people's opinions on the episodes and stuff like that. And apparently there is a lot of disdain for Nick to the point where he had to end up deleting all of his social media. Mm. He's not Mm. on social media at all Mm. since her passing. Mm. Well, we all all I'm saying is we know um, when people get to to, get to deleting accounts as we've locking pages and shit. Yeah, I'm just saying where the smoke this fire. That's all I'm saying. That's all we're saying. So, speaking of fire, well, Abira, I want to get to (laughs) little cleft lip Abira. Um, first, my my issue was coming in at the top of the episode. This conversation she had on the phone with her mama. You created that monster, right? All of that anger, all of that rage she has built up. You created that because you made her feel like the only person who would ever fight her battles for her was her, and she didn't have a reliable defense in you or anybody else. Miss, if I told her if she come in here, instead of being out there fighting her own battle, she going to have to come in here and fight me. You created that issue. Exactly. You never this- gave your, your daughter a safe space to come confide in you and you be like, okay, I'm about to go with somebody kid ass. What's up? Yeah. Like you, not only did you never provide a safe space for your daughter here, you wasn't safe. Yeah. So, like, you doing all this carrying on and performing like you got your daughter's back, but, like, you created you you created that monster. You created that Abira has so much anger and is a firecracker just waiting to pop off at any goddamn time. Like, you created that shit. You trying to give her advice. Don't let them see you sweat. Just pay them dust. Don't let them see you react. You raised her to do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't get the fuck out of here trying to be Iyanla Van Kant now. <laughs> Ooh, not Iyanla Van Kant. Potential show title. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, just saying. Yeah, but I was looking at that like, I know you fucking lying to me. Like, when the mad scientists create the monster and the monster is out of control and the mad scientist is like, now why am I in it? Right, bitch, it's your formula. Shit. Exactly. The fuck is you talking about? Exactly. But we see where uh, we see where Abira gets the the lack of self awareness and the lack of accountability. We get it. From, we see where she get it from. Absolutely. Which is why we they did all this on and him and Han about her going into speaking at her daughter's school, but <sighs> bitch. You don't even have you have not even taken the advice she was giving them goddamn kids. You don't have you together. You are not okay. You are not healthy. You are a raging fucking little demon. What the fuck are you talking about? How dare you step foot in that school as a walking fucking contradiction? Like you need to be Girl, on some what? You, you need to be in somebody's therapy. That's what you need. That's what you need to be. You need to be in hell. Fuck you. I I was <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty dumbfounded by that. Like, girl, what? Literally, the call was coming from in the house when you're talking about finding, fixing, and getting you together. Hello? 
You're the same bitch that has been attacking a set of twins for years now for no other reason than you feel you can bully them the way you've been bullied. Hello. Gone somewhere looking like Juicy J. Uh, 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 all right. All right. Also, Moni crying over everything but having custody of her son. Girl. <laughs> Dan Moreland and sent you the money for that. Let me tell you something. Baby, I'm glad you got you an apartment. But you was never leaving Moreland. So why did you play in these girls' goddamn face to act like you was? Right. We called that though. Like we called that like the first episode. You going back to that. You you ain't leaving that either. At all. We called that. That's why I ain't care. Moreland sent me the money. So Moreland is doing what husbands do and you're allowing it. So mm. you're y'all are together and just call a spade with the fuck it is. Right. You was mad at that nigga for a minute, then you went right back to him, which is what <laughs> you not the first and you damn sure not gonna be the last. So what are we doing? Hello. That's why Hello. I didn't even get invested in that shit. Now he is a fuck nigga. But however Absolutely. I knew you was going back to him, so that's why I didn't really get invested. <laughs> Bingo. Speaking of lucky, every time we try to give Ju Miss Juicy a rose petal, she make us regret it. <laughs> we was we gave her a rose petal when she finally was woman enough to come to Minnie and apologize for that shit she pulled. Right, which she absolutely needed to apologize because she was wrong. Just for her to turn around. And be wrong again. And book all of the ladies a gig dressing as leprechauns and handing out beads and such. And and structured the situation such that all of the ladies had to do it or none of them were getting paid. So, like, not only, not only do you as a little person Set your set the girls up to also be humiliated in a little person trope, but also be like, if you don't do this, y'all gonna stay some broke bitches. Like what? It well, I, mm, mm, mm. like I just don't like mint. I'm um, not minute juicy. Like what is? Why are you why are you such an evil old bitch? I just want to know like what is why are you like this? Why? Exactly. Like why? it was just rude. you didn't ask the other ladies how they felt about it. You didn't think that it may trigger them, considering they've always been the butt of people's jokes, especially yeah, including your own damn self, Juicy. Like, what the fuck? It was so weird. It would be like if <laughs> it would be like if somebody uh it'd be like if somebody uh, uh like a nigga put out like hey hit up his homeboys like hey hey bro I got this opportunity for us. Oh word, what is it? We gonna be we gonna do a minstrel show. Well we the minstrels and we're gonna get paid, but if you don't do it, you ain't getting shit, huh? 
So wait, so you mean to tell me you want you want all black asses to perpetuate racism that is perpetuated against us for a check? What? Huh? Like Juicy, what the fuck was that? Exactly. And I'm glad she got called out on the stupid shit. Yes, you need honestly, you needed your face slap, Juicy. That's what you needed. Facts. That was it for me. Yeah, I agree. That was it. That was it. Let's uh, let's head on over to Jackson, Mississippi. The Bell Collective, episode six, Sage and Champagne. I do like that title. Me too. I want to start off by saying that this Fair Street project is still very shallow. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. And pulling, Absolutely. trying to pull women in to pull their resources when you haven't really laid out a full plan of this renovation and rehab, uh, it's giving me scammer. Yeah. It's giving me, it's giving me bank black. That's what it's giving me. Yeah. I certainly, I I feel like Tambra pins her hats on to her wigs. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like, like the wig is pinned to the hat. (laughs) Like the hat came with the hair. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) However, (laughs) our heart does go out to her. Um, She, you know, her doctor said she had fibroids almost the size of her uterus. That that, that made me shiver a bit when he said that. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. um, So we wish her, you know, a a speedy recovery a full removal of the fibroids so that if she decides she's ready to have children, she can do so with as few complications as possible. Absolutely. But moving on from that, this Kayla bitch is a typical white bitch. I, I'm, I listen, listen to me, friend. Heed, heed me, my friend and listeners. I'm still going to watch, but as long as this white woman is a part of this show, I'm going to be angry because we are what six? How many episodes we in, Candy? Six. Yeah. We are six episodes in. And y'all Probably made a, three about her. D- 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 okay, you beat me. Yes, we we in agreement. Yes, we here. We are three ep- six episodes into this damn show about black women entrepreneurs and business business women. And three, half of these damn six episodes have been about this goddamn white woman who is reeking of white privilege, narcissism, and racism. And I am upset. This is my this is my note. And I, I literally said, like, why is a show about successful black women constantly pandering to a passive aggressively racist white woman? Beautiful description. Why, Beautiful description. why are we here for that? Beautiful description. You didn't need a show for that. We can see that in our day-to-day lives <laughs> to try to survive. Yeah, right. We need to see. We don't need to see that. Right. But I want to also. Latrice got some deep-rooted shit with her. First off, the previews preview because I said to myself, "Ain't no way this man." Really gave his wife no bag of flowers for their anniversary. This got to be a prank. 
Yeah. And I was so glad it was a prank because, see, you can't really put nothing past this hat black men, especially older ones. That could have very, <laughs> that could have very well been the actual whole situation. I, I mean, we just saw what uh, Suki went with, through with her nigga. So, I mean, you can't really put nothing past niggas. However, it was a prank and he, he set it out for her. Um, has some special setup, some nice, something amazing. But I just want to ask, whose eyes do you have in your head, Latrice? Because if you look through them motherfucking pupils and you think that that man is Denzel Washington-ish, <laughs> you need to you need to pop those motherfuckers <laughs> out your head and give them back. <laughs> In what world? <laughs> Our good sis Brooke said maybe Terrence Howard, but shit, he don't even look like Terrence Howard. I was going to say, prime. that's an insult to Terrence Howard, to be honest. He a piece of shit, but he handsome. <laughs> that, very fair. And, and he got money. <laughs> but I do want to say, Latrice and Cliff arguing on their anniversary over Invisible Women is some wild shit. And Latrice, you a wild bitch for getting a Rolex for your anniversary and starting the argument right then and there. That is the type of that is the type of negativity I I want to be a part of one day. Maybe not with my husband, though. But I I want to what the fuck they was arguing about. Like I I too want to get a very expensive gift and then start an argument with the person that gave it to me. And I don't care if it's who it is. It could be my mama. It could be your baba. It could be your grandma. It could be your uncle. I just would like to get a very expensive $20,000 Rolex and then start an argument with you on site for no reason. <laughs> just choosing violence. That is, I just want to choose violence. That was some wild, wild rodeo cowgirl wild bitch shit that you pulled on that situation. Like, I'm just Over invisible here. women. Then when they rolled the tape back, he walked in. You was on FaceTime with a friend. He told your friend she looked beautiful today and called it a day. That is I'm, the instance you was referring to where you said he talks about other women. Okay, because I'm just sitting here and I'm just looking like, what 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 are we are he called he said your friend looked beautiful and kept it blue. like what is what are you what are friend, we arguing about what are y'all I, I arguing just, about I, for a woman who ha, who pretends to be so confident i never seen insecurity jump out so fast so big and so hard <laughs> and my thing is the wild part is it was an innocent compliment and yeah, you like, got us you sitting up here defending this goddamn predator, girl. You know you might need your whole face slapped off. Like, damn, he... did you want him? To, like, did you want him to call your friend ugly? Like, what? I don't understand. What? Like, what was the problem? Like, it really was no reason for you to take it where you took it on the night that you took it there after getting the gift that you got. But okay, in I'm, true, I'm, in true, I'm, fuck I'm nigga fashion. He took the watch back until she got her attitude together. So again, this weird ass daddy daughter shit seat back out. Mm-hmm. I don't. She listen. 
I don't like it. I don't I don't like their marriage. I don't like it. She uses her husband as a father instead of going to therapy. And she feels that he knows more about healthy marriages because he came from a two-parent household where his parents were married for a long time. Meanwhile, he is married to a woman half his age that he started dating when she was basically a teenager. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? I don't like it. I don't like all it this all. shit is giving me sick and twisted and reverse Oedipus complex. <laughs> right. I, I don't like it. I don't like none of it. I don't like it. Do not want. Do not want. But Latrice girl, that was such a stupid argument. I was just I was just in here like I you ever just see something so ridiculous it started to make you question yourself like you crazy. Yeah, I was like that's what I was looking at. <laughs> and then especially after they rolled the bean footage, just like girl, what the hell do you want them to call your friend ugly? Like, what do you like? <laughs> it was weird, and y'all been married for mad long, so it's not <laughs> like y'all newlyweds or some shit. It was strange. Get seek help. It was very and strange. also, Marie. Hmm. Marie, Marie, Marie. <laughs> Can we you... talk about who was it? Can we talk also real quick? Because I think she was talking to Latrice, I think, earlier. Can we talk about Tisha lying, talking about her friend, I mean? I ain't even want to get at no energy because she fucking lying. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Moving also, <laughs> then she gonna try to paint Latrice as mean. I've not seen Latrice truly be mean to any of the ladies yet. She no. pay, she she paid Marie Dust. I've not seen her really get into it with none of the ladies as of yet. Yeah, as of yet. This is not saying she can't be mean. It's just we have not seen it. But you know who we have seen? Marie be mean over and over and over again and handle herself poorly at business events, which we will see in the next pro in the next episode. Her behavior is hindering Letitia in this project now. Mm -hmm. She's turned off the councilmen and potential investors and everything fucking else. Mm -hmm. My thing, friend, and I don't I understand the goal of black women buying black, investing black, opening black, being run by black, black, my black, your black, our black, we black, black is beautiful. I get it. Hmm. However, you want white people to open their goddamn wallets up because it's the least they can do to help push your agenda forward for equality and putting resources back into your community. That white woman was there. You should have been asking her, what can she donate? Not buy in. Are you willing to donate to this project? What time, what effort, what energy, what resources can you donate to helping us get this off the ground? There was no reason for you to be trying to argue with this white woman. That white bitch needed to open her pocketbook. Open your purse. Just very fucking weird. Then you at this goddamn indoor park during the pandemic mm. with your grandbabies mm. while also being immunocompromised because you said you have lupus. Mm. Sis. Sis. It's not giving what you said it was going to give. 
I didn't feel sorry for you about nothing. Then telling your son to get his life together. He had three babies by three women in less than a year. His life been in fucking shambles. Right. And it's going to take more than the promise of a goddamn mental health uh, practice for him to get it together. Child, leave us alone, Marie. But how miserable you are explains your outburst with the other women. Because you don't have the courage to, to come at the men in your life who you feel are treating you wrong this way. Worst of luck to you, honey. Uh. Then we get to Antoinette's house. I don't see it for Antoinette, and I wanted to. She does a whole lot to try to remain white adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to be honest about that. And I'm just trying to figure out how you trying to save your house with all these white devils and shit around. Mm. The girls, the <laughs> that also as well. But on these shows in general, don't the girls love using sage and bringing in spiritual people to do spiritual work to like cleanse the bad energy the whole time? They be the bad energy. Yes. That just, that that shit be, that shit be making me laugh. I'm just like the call the the call is coming from inside the sage. Uh. And also did not get over Tambra with her overly mattified makeup wearing ass spewing them respectability politics. Unless we respect ourselves, others will not. Mm-hmm. I That's how she that. I, that. I others that. will not. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> Sounded like she got grits on her tongue. Girl, go to hell. I don't really have, I don't have, I don't have it for Antoinette. I tried to, but like I said, she wants too hard to be white adjacent and I'm not here for that. Agreed. Leave us alone. Disrespectfully. That's all I got for the Bell Collective. It's supposed to get spicy next week. Antoinette and uh, Tamber are supposed to get into it real bad. What I'm looking here, I'm 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 looking forward to that. Now, yeah. do you want to do you want to say get the reunion or get Huntsville? I mean, both were good. No, nah, let's go on and do this reunion because okay. First things first. A.K.A. A.K.A. the dragon of Mary Crosby. A.K.A. the Heather show because Heather ate Lisa up the whole episode. Also that. Also that. Had her in fucking tears with nothing but truth. Can we talk about, I mean, I tweeted this, but I'm going to say it here still. Can we talk about the fact that Lisa didn't really give nothing for the season, but at the reunion, she a fucking mess? (laughs) She tried to turn up and got turned over. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good, friend. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get to marry, <laughs> listen, that bitch went from uh, being a turtle to being on her shell, bitch okay, with her she, legs up in the air. Okay, listen, she thinks she Mario. She thinks she Mario. Now, Lisa claims she just only met Heather in 2017, 
Mm-hmm. And Heather was like, if that's true, why could how would you be running around knowing that I was ever a fun time girl in college? Mm-hmm. How would you know any of that? How do you know so much about me if you just met me in 2017? Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, then Heather had every receipt to refute every claim Lisa made. Then Heather broke her even further and said, if you just met me in 2017, how were you suggesting me for the show in 2019? Mm. Mm. Cause she said like, so you just going to randomly select a, a, a pretty much basically perfect stranger to come on the show with you and get some money. how that work? All the friends you got. And it, it was me. Right. And she's like, I got the text messages. Anybody could doctor a fucking text message. They make whole apps for that. Hello. Also, friend, before we get here, before we go to Mary, because when we go to Mary, we is going. Mm-hmm. Lisa had a big meltdown because Heather was it a listen how big was the summer jam screen heather bought for lisa um i'm a, i'm pretty sure it was the length of a scan of the jumbotron on a football field because baby when heather called lisa a terrible friend to meredith for still embracing jen after all the shit she said about her marriage first things first i like meredith don't get me wrong but baby you got a lot of dirty laundry in your closet because you are trying to be too calm on this show on these reunion episodes (laughs) you are you are you like there's a difference between being calm and and not engaging but getting your point across and there you have tried to be remain unbothered yeah and it's given disingenuous because it's given uh, disingenuous and it's given bothered underneath it all yeah because like it's like listen i'm all for paying somebody does don't get me wrong but <laughs> and <laughs> in the words of Medea, there's sometimes where you can you got to be cool and then there's other times you got to act the fool to get results and no no person is being cool all of the time. Like at some point, you gonna act a fool. It happens to the best of us. Hello, knock on wood. So the yeah. fact that Meredith is cool all the time, some ain't right. Especially after all the shit that's been heard at her way just this season alone. Like she been the topic of damn near everybody's conversation. All the drama revolves around her, even though she ain't causing it, and yet she is remaining this cool all the time. And Somebody I'm talking right. about the disrespect was undeniable. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've been playing in her face, and she's this cool. Like, nah, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Yeah, it's something you trying to cover up, sis. It's, it's, giving, it's giving if I react, somebody can pull of this you. Yep. That's what it's giving. Yep. That's exactly what it's giving. Because let me tell you something. I would have cussed everybody out by now. <laughs> Yeah, because remember Lisa talking about she betrayed me. I didn't know this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, everybody has something to say. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I do agree with Heather. There is no way 
you going up for Jen shot is fucking hard unless she got some receipts on your ass too, Lisa. Mm-hmm. So, because you was the one talking about her. I don't want to be her friend at all. So how I go from I don't want to be her friend to everybody's trying to abandon Jen Shaw. <laughs> nah, so that was just, right. Like that was all in the same episode on um, when they did the Shama thing. Like Lisa did as went from like I don't want to be her friend to like well, I don't, but I don't want to abandon you. Like see, she how like is it Uchiwale one mic? We also know because it can't be both. It cannot be both. Because you see, you see where Meredith is. Meredith is like, you know what? I'm good, love, enjoy. Now, again, that is giving a bit disingenuous, but at the same time, she's consistent. Yeah, you you playing both sides against the middle. And I was glad Heather called you out about it. Speaking of Jen Shaw, friend, is it yeah. just me? Or is this bitch batshit crazy? Because to find out she wasn't at the hospital that day, why the fuck did you take Mary's comments so fucking personal in a public <laughs> space? <laughs> like to find out that Mary never said, Jen, you smell like hospital, but instead said it smells like hospital in here. And you hadn't been to the hospital, bitch. What? Just so you Am I the only one that, confused? You she did all that carrying on just to have a storyline with Mary this season. <laughs> Played in everybody's damn face just to have a storyline. It wasn't even really a storyline. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's fucking weird. Because she made it seem like she had just come from the hospital. Yeah. Right? was meeting the girls and Mary was like, oh, it smells like hospital, knowing Jen had just came from the hospital. Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> so you just <laughs> threw your auntie, you just threw your auntie in it for no goddamn reason. Your auntie over there minding her business. <laughs> you you throw <laughs> girl, Jen, you crazy. Girl, you stupid in a motherfucker. <laughs> Like, that is the weirdest shit ever. It's very weird. Me, again, you did all this carried on to have a storyline because your marriage is in the shitter. Yeah, I think all of that was to cover up the fact that her marriage is going down the drain. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's all it was. Um, that's all it was. Also, Jen and Mary both were called out for their comments about each other. Mm-hmm. And Jen can't apologize for shit. She literally was apologizing through clenched teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I caught that too. And Mary just like, I don't care. I said this shit because I was mad. What's up? I'm sorry. Can <laughs> I we wish move Jen faster would've, now? I wish Jen would have did that. <laughs> Instead. Because I mean, it, Mary didn't apologize either, but at least she said it with her chest held. Jen over here trying to fake say it with her chest. Like, nah, girl, if you go go in, go in. Shit. Stand up in it. Exactly. Also, now we can get to the Drag Mary show. The first thing I want to talk about, and friend, we said it. We said either that wasn't said at all or it wasn't said how Mary delivered it. I, Mary uh, finally admitted that Lisa that and Meredith, didn't say that Lisa and Meredith did not ever say 
they were afraid of Jen. And then they rolled some footage that we didn't even see of Lisa being like, girl, what the fuck? You know damn well I, I never said that shit. I, and I was vindicated. I was vindicated. Because and we said this, and especially me, I, I, I maintain this when that shit happened. It was dumb and messy of Whitney to take that shit as truth and also bring it up at that party. Now, that doesn't excuse Jen wilding the fuck out and being violent, but Whitney was dumb and messy for doing that shit because why the fuck would you take, why the fuck would you take Mary saying what other people said as face value instead of going to them directly and asking? And then even Mary said at the reunion, they didn't say that, but I said it. So you admit I, it. I, call, I <laughs> oh, flat out called Mary a liar. I was like, she lying. Yeah. Because we didn't see no receipts on that. Furthermore, this the same woman as which we we can cover now. Yeah, while we, we here, we can get to it because it all lied, it all runs together. Lied about her grandmother wanting her to marry her step grandfather, and it was in the will. Initially, she said it was in the will. Remember? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then she comes on and says, well, there's no receipts. She said it to me privately and me only. She never even told Rob, but she never Robert told, Senior. But she never told Juan. But you also said that you, but also said you had to fight your mama to try to, for the wheel and the Harrison. So which is that? It can't be both, Mary. Mary Listen, Cosby, the, you are she, a fucking liar. She was stumbling over her words so goddamn, it, I, it, was, it, was, it was delicious to me. It was delicious for me. Because fuck Mary. Fuck Jen too, but fuck Mary. I was, no, it's super listen. fuck Mary. And, and, and it's like even the Jen should aside, you made up a whole lie about the fact that you just was... If you was... Let, how can I say this? If I was in Mary's shoes, I would do the same thing, except I would stand ten toes down in the shit. That motherfucker was about to take my family's whole inheritance from us so I did what I had to do. He wasn't going to give my grandmother's children any part of that inheritance that they rightfully deserved. So I came in and saved the day. And if that means marrying his old ass, it is what it is. But he was he was going to take everything from our family. Yeah, and we've been consistently saying that since like day one. That that's all this was. She was trying to keep the bag in the family. And I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have blinked twice. I would, I wouldn't have had a problem. I mean, granted, it would still be creepy, it's but I would have understood. But I definitely would have understood. But now you've spun this web of weird lies, and now you got to come out and tell the truth. Well, no, it didn't happen like that. No, it Listen, didn't go all down the girls' like that. faces when she admitted that shit. My favorite was Lisa's. I mean, not Lisa's. Uh, Whitney. Whitney was like, what? Cause she had told them girls that shit was in the wheel. Yeah. And it certainly was not. Yeah. It wasn't. Like, girl, you just you wanted to marry that old nigga and fuck him to keep the bag in the family. That's all it is. You should you could have again. Again, it was it's still weird, but shit, if you stand ten toes down in it, I mean shit. Ain't nothing nobody can say. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. It's gonna gonna be be what it's gonna be, and it is what it is. To which I am very glad that, like you said, friend, last week, 
that those comments about that congregation was brought up. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they didn't just skip over that and Andy came back to it in this one. I'm so glad he did. And she lied and she fumbled over her words yet again. Talking about it was taken out of context. Well, girl, no, what the hell kind of context could it be taken in? <laughs> she ain't going to say, if you've been to my church, it's not big enough for them to fund the type of lifestyle I live. You and Robert is living in them old ass houses. Right. Y'all living in haunted house mansions. And you talk about the church cater for it. Like, girl, if you don't stop playing in our damn face. Please. You up, you up here and, and, and you up here, excuse me, you up, y'all up here living in the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo house and you want me, you up here telling me that the church can't fund that shit. Where the hell else you getting money? Like you was being full of shit. And especially when we got to your anti-black comments. No. Because like she was thing. trying to explain, go ahead. I too get nervous when I see men hanging outside of convenience stores. Men, not just black men, men. Very fair. Because when you look at the statistics, men are the biggest threat to women. And a lot of times in in 2021, when you see men hanging out in front of 7-Elevens and shit like that, they're panhandling. They're they could I know here in Denver they're drug addicts, they're white meth heads, which again puts you right back in that category, that statistical category for being in danger. Should you decline to give them money? Mary, you specifically said black men, and you've got to own that. You are colorist as fuck. We know you are. You've bleached your skin so that you are three shades lighter. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what race your husband is. Like when she said, oh, he he's white. Then Andy was like, but he's black. And then she was like, oh, I, I meant light. But no, girl, you said white. <laughs> That's what you said. She is, something is off. And like her. the thing was, like, even if you want to say, oh, well, her saying this, her saying that she was specifically talking about black men is coming from Jen Shaw, who was a liar too. Okay, I hear you. I can't deny that. However, Mary even explaining what she said was racist. So you can't give her the benefit of the doubt, even though it's coming from Jen, because the answer she tried to give and explain was racist and colorist as fucking itself. I was here for, I, I listen, I am here for the dragon of Mary Cross because I ain't never liked her. I ain't liked her from day one. I always thought she was trash. She always going to be trash. She ain't shit. She, she never going to be shit. Her, that, her and that goddamn cult of a church, like Andy said, need, listen, defunded, in prison. Everybody needs to go to jail. And I was here for it. Like, I, 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 I do not like Mary. Do not like her. At all. And I'm glad that she got exposed for the fraud and scammer that she is. I'm glad she got exposed because she couldn't come up with one single answer. Then, then gonna, at the end, going to break down in tears. It's like, I just want to be happy. And I feel like at the end of the day, long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Girl, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Them old fake-ass crocodile tears. Them crocodile. Because your damn show went, your damn show went crying when you was calling your congregation and and the people at your church poor and stingy and they going to hell because they didn't want to give give you gifts or whatever the fuck. Go to hell, Mayor. Hell, your hair already look like it's in hell. Now, can we talk about the breakdown and the war between Whitney slash Lisa? I mean, Whitney slash Heather 
and Lisa having a goddamn meltdown even when they was like, we need to go to break. Yeah, be my guest. And, and Andy just sitting there like that final shot of uh, Fresh Prince when Will sit in the living room. <laughs> I just... I, the more Lisa talks, the deeper ditch she digs herself in, and she doesn't have the self-awareness to realize that. And I think that's what's most concerning, yet also hilarious for the sake of my entertainment. Because Lisa has not had a credible defense for her behavior and what she said, what she done, the people she's lied on, lied to, and betrayed married specifically she has not had a defense yet no, no. Well, let, let me tell you that she has not had a defense that made sense because she's been trying but it just ain't making no sense it's, it's not realistic then she gonna storm out these niggas on break she gonna storm out say say that hell is disgusting say run back talking about she can't do this no more well, beloved, we would not be here if not for... Uh, it's, it's, it's that meme. Well, ain't this the consequences of my own actions? So, I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm not, at this point, I'm not even mad that this is getting three parts. Yeah, it could have stopped right here. And I, why do we need to see the husbands? We didn't see them that much in totality. Right. Like, why? Like, like... If like we could stop here and we should, but if part three was mostly about the girls again, I would not be mad. But considering that the husband is coming in, like what we don't like the only one we really saw was Sharif. And here we already know here he cheating on Jen. Shit, that's why she mad. So like <laughs> what we need what we need to see them for. Well, that's all I have for Salt Lake City. I have enjoyed these first two the these first two parts of the reunion. Same. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it more than I did the damn season. Now, speaking of a season I am enjoying. Yes. Look, neighbors. that horn came in right yeah. on time. Two, <laughs> <toot>, bitch. <laughs> Love and Marriage Huntsville. Season. Shout out two, to my neighbors. <laughs> episode 15, sanctioned. Let's just jump right in. Wanda is fucking trifling. Let yes. me just ask why you want to be so knee deep in the business of a woman you claim to hate mm. in the first part of the second season. Mm. You mail this, mail that, mail a bitch, mail that. Why you give a fuck if Mel got cheated on and this nigga had a baby on her? Now you want to give words of encouragement. You a fake, phony, trifling, snake old bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know and I need to know why Letitia's sitting there looking so fucking dumb and not checking her mama who continued after she was not invited to mm. ruin this young man's graduation party Can we, we talking about somebody who did was not allowed to walk across stage due to the pandemic did, did not was not allowed to get the fanfare and all that you can't even sit the fuck that you know why you know why because you don't know what it's like to have a child graduate from college there we go uh, uh, there we go that it is what it is you're not wrong you're not wrong you don't Damn. understand the significance or the importance of this because you've never had a chance to experience it 
and you have never experienced it yourself. A lot of the people at the table, they have experienced it, even if their children haven't yet, because they're college graduates. Martel is a college graduate. Melody, a college graduate. Kimmy, a college graduate. Maurice, a college graduate. I even think Marceau went to college. I'm going to be real with you. Destiny I, at least went to cosmetology school. I, I I don't disagree with you. I feel like Wanda would have done this at any function because that's just how she is. Just an old, messy, trifling bitch. Well, she couldn't even... She Well... <laughs> she couldn't raise a daughter who has an intellect beyond a third grader, so... <laughs> she was never she was never going to experience such joy anyways. I'm so annoying. <laughs> it is what it is. Can we talk about like I would I have been appalled. I have tweeted this both times last week and this week's watching this shit. I am appalled that these grown ass people, twice or in some cases triple Jalen's age. Made his uh, party about him graduating a celebration. They turned it into so it, they basically turned it into the Huntsville re reunion. It was tragic. You grown ass motherfuckers <laughs> up here wilding at this boy's graduation party, a celebratory event, and you grown ass motherfuckers made it into some bullshit. <laughs> y'all need y'all damn face slapped. Cause what the fuck. I and you know what else, Martell? You a misogynistic dickhead, and that's why you constantly spiraling. You spiral mm -hmm. further and further into the pits of hell in every episode. And I love to see it. Now, I need Destiny to get Lederic on Martell because the way that he speaks to Destiny, he need his goddamn face punched off. And I appreciate Correct. Destiny trying to be a friend to him and she holds him accountable one thing i can't say about destiny she don't never be here for that well male did this male did that no grown ass nigga you want to be the leader you want to be the head of the household but you want to play tit for tat with your goddamn wife yeah no stand like up she, in your shit but he like, you can't change someone like him and you need to stop trying yeah like i like one thing and i <laughs> I'm sorry I'm referencing my tweets, but Martel is so misogynistic and chauvinist that he's that way even towards his women friends. And Destiny is the only women friend that he has that checks him on that shit, or at least tries to. And I agree with you. Like, as, uh, I agree with you, Candace. Like, for Destiny, at some point, you have to understand that that nigga is not going to change because he doesn't want to. And well, speaking for myself personally, I would distance myself from him, but also, but also, why are you not telling Lederick about the way he talks to you? Because I'm sorry, I don't give a flying fuck if you known this nigga longer than me. You talk to my wife, or honestly, any woman, but especially my wife, the way that you talk to Destiny, and that's supposed to be your friend. Boy, I let me not say that. I'll beat you. I was gonna say some real words, but I'm not gonna do that. I'll beat the fuck out you. <laughs> Bingo. And like that's the thing, like Martel, you Martel has he acts like somebody that has never 
had hands put on him. Yep. That is exactly why he's so narcissistic. That's exactly why he's so arrogant. That is exactly why he, uh, well, I mean, I, I was going to say that's why he misogynistic, but you don't have to be in a fight to be misogynistic. But the point being, he has, you could tell all his life, people have catered to him and enabled his bullshit and nobody has ever put hands on him for the disrespect he gives to people. And that has boasted his head up to where like, I can say and do anything, even the people that I claim to love. Cause they not gonna do shit to me. He is he is the typical narcissistic asshole that has never had hands and feet put on him, and he needs that. It probably ain't gonna make a difference, but at least you will have the satisfaction of beating the fuck out of a nigga that deserved it. Cause he need his ass beat. Correct. Like how you gonna tell your whole ass friend? You know that's the problem with you women now. You don't not stay in a woman's place. Excuse you. That's your friend. Allegedly, or supposedly. Why are you gonna tell your friend that? They gonna tell her on to let me host the reunion just once. Please, <laughs> please, please let me. I just yeah. want to. And let me be the editor so I can roll the receipts and the clips back. I just speaking of receipts. Where's the? Do y'all have a return receipt for Letitia's brain? <laughs> Because I I think y'all got a model that's not functioning properly. That you compare her brain to a non-functioning Honda Accord? <laughs> I just want to know, can y'all take it back to the shop? Is it a warranty on it? That you having a that you having a factory recall on her frontal lobe? <laughs> just are you the? Letitia Scott, are you developmentally delayed? Like, are you on the are you on the spectrum? Listen, something them dots don't connect. Them dots do not connect. Something is not right. Some she, some that some ain't clicking. She got a four prong plug, and it's only a three prong hole in the wall. Something, if something right. is not plugged in. The switch is not on. The two marbles is knocking. It's nothing but air up there. It's dust. You could blow it. It's nothing in there. It's, it's cobwebs. Something. It's very empty. It's very hollow. It echo. Hello, hello, hello. Like this is your brain on drugs. Somebody cracked the egg. What is we doing? What are what ha what, You sat down, first of all. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, wait. Before you go. <laughs> I just had a moment of remembering a, a title from our deal, Curtis, that applies to Tisha. Tisha, are you seized on these? <laughs> <laughs> The return of sister needs. Sister, please. Tisha needs. Tisha needs. <laughs> I just, what is going on? Girl, you dumb as hell. I just, how do you, how does Kimmy? No, let's talk about, Go first ahead. of all, let's, let's get. Marceau, you are a misogynist. Yes. Never forget. All you niggas on this show are. 
Yeah. All you yeah. niggas on this show are misogynists. Even the ones that are, are decent husbands and so on and so forth. Yeah. Even if you are not directly misogynistic, you play into it by not holding the men around you accountable that are very misogynistic. Absolutely. That's absolutely. First. Like you what's Kimmy's compl- husband name? Maurice. He's not Maurice. Is, Maurice is probably the best. Com- he's complicit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very complicit in it. Yeah. Now, with that said, he didn't. Marceau dealing with a dumbass. You might not be as terrible as a husband as we thought because you really have a wife who has the mature, the emotional maturity of a fucking child. First things first. You and your wife had a conversation. If you never noticed it, when Mar- when Marceau talks to other people, it is completely different in how he communicates with his wife. He almost has to go into a childlike uh, state of being to have conversations with her. He has to talk to her slowly. He has to talk to her in a very soft voice. He has to enunciate everything. He has to make sure she understands it. Now, Tisha, why did you invite Wanda to Jalen's graduation without telling Kimmy? And my mama, I tell my mama, my mama comes with me everywhere. First of all, that's a problem in itself right there. Tisha, you know that Kimmy and your mama don't see eye to eye. My mama said they was cool. Your mama is a liar. We've seen your mama boldface lie. Right. On this show in front of the cameras. In 4K. But what really took what really upset me is that you admitted that this behavior was very normal and you were in no shape, form, or fashion surprised that your mama carried on that way at the graduation dinner. For another woman's child. You, Miss Mommy Pot, Miss Mommy Business Podcast, International LLC, or Corp, you know, all that bullshit, nonprofit, whatever you want to be. You, who your whole identity is tied to being a wife and a mother, allowed your mother to come in and ruin a huge moment for another mother and her child. And you were not surprised. You were not disappointed. You were not shocked. You were not upset. You were perfectly okay with how your mom carried on. Because did you catch when when she did go over there and try to um, take a... She made it about Mel. Yeah, that's she not was, your towel. That, I'm your towel. Don't worry about Mel. That's Mel, not your towel. Mel, Mel is not innocent. What the fuck that got to do with anything? You don't know what's true and what's not. Again, I am almost certain Marceau married you because you are a brain-dead Barbie. And the reason you are that way is because your mama made you that way. You are a brain dead Barbie. You are complicit in misogyny yourself. You would say that a woman who whatever fault she may have committed in her relationship basically deserved 
her husband to go out and make multiple babies on her with another woman on national TV after she tried to forgive him and take him back. I don't give a fuck what Mel has done. I don't give a fuck if she stopped sucking his dick. I don't give a fuck if she bought a chastity belt and locked her pussy up and sold her pussy lips closed and put glue on her asshole so he couldn't have no access to her body. Damn, friend. (laughs) (laughs) She did not deserve what Martell did to her. Nothing you could say about Melody Hope justifies Martell's actions and his behavior and it damn sure doesn't justify the way he is carrying on trying to get an army against her because she refuses to keep taking him back and being a victim of her fucking circumstances and you have made this about jealousy you have you are literally like a small child who gets a new sibling and they are jealous no, mama, me, me, pick me up, mommy. No, me, mommy, pick me up. No, put baby down, mommy, pick me up. No, don't be, don't encourage Mel. Don't, don't be supportive to another woman whose husband has gone out of his way to embarrass her at every fucking turn. No, don't, don't do none of that. If anything, you should have called Wanda out and said, Wanda, why are you in this woman's face knowing you don't fucking like her? That part. Hello, let's get to the goddamn root. Like, if you really wanted to hold your mama accountable, you should have said, Mama, this is very fake because you was just not, and I mean, just, just talking in, trash in about our goddamn woman. office laughing about it. Right, right. So, if you really wanted to hold her accountable, you should have called out for being fake. Instead, you gas, you gaslit Mel saying Mel is not innocent, and you started making it about you, you started making your mama's behavior about Mel and, and you. Instead of your mama, instead of calling your mama out for being fake. Yep. So you can miss me with that. I know my mama. I know my mama's behavior was wrong, and I don't like it. But I, I, I told her she was wrong. That shit rang hollow because you didn't tell her she was wrong for the right reasons. Also, I want to let's circle back to this. Um. Martell is a complete fuck nigga. He he makes up the fuck nigga trifecta. He's a misogynist. He's a homophobe. He's a narcissist. Um, Mel tells her brother Marcus, who I know Marcus was gay, but I just don't it care wasn't to be nobody's business. business like that. <laughs> exactly. um, but Marcus is he and his husband Troy have been married for a while. And Mel tells Marcus that the kids said that Martell told them that Marcus was gay and said it in a derogatory manner as if something was wrong with Marcus and something was wrong with them being around Marcus because he likes boys. I absolutely was not shocked that Martell is a homophobe. Oh, I was like, well, yeah, yeah that was, that on was a cherry on top of the fuck nigga cake. Yeah, on brand. Very on brand. Not shocking at all. Exactly. Um, but I wanted to put that out there that you a fuck nigga. <laughs> and Martell, I still re- beat Martell, I still beat your ass. Eat the fuck. Well, Marcus was about to beat your ass, and we're gonna get to that. Uh, and I do want to say that Marceau, if you, friend, have you noticed he has a lot more respect when he talks to other women, but not for his wife? Yeah. <laughs> 
He talked to Kimmy like she's an intelligent adult. I mean, Same with Mel, is. even though they beefing. <laughs> Same with Destiny. However, he 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 be talking to Tisha and Wanda like they the two dumbest hoes on this planet. Well, I mean, which which goes material. to show, which goes to show, and I hope if women are watching this show, they fully understand that even playing into misogyny, even internalizing misogyny, it still hurts you. You don't have a good relationship with your husband because your husband wanted you for one thing. To chase after him and chase after babies he wanted to have. You don't, Letitia, you don't have any identity outside of being a wife and a mother. You have not established anything other than that for yourself. And it shows. And he don't give a fuck because that's what he married you for. And you either going to yeah. do what he wants you to do or you're not going to be nothing at all to him. Yeah. And I mean, but again, I well, yes, and I, I the reason the teacher is the way she is is because of her mama, and it's also why she def, she defends her mama no matter what, because she her mama Wanda set her set her up for failure. Yeah. Because all we know about Wanda is that she an old messy bitch. That's all we know. Yeah. And I and all we know about Tisha and somebody um on when I was talking about this on Twitter, somebody said this, and I agree. <clears throat> Tisha is just a a, a quieter uh, version of Wanda. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Marceau made valid and poignant points about the fact that people don't want to and don't have to overlook Wanda's behavior like Tisha does. That's your mama. She ain't shit to us. I mean, basically. And as usual, Tisha turned into the victim and had a tantrum if Kimmy not my friend, I'm not hers either. If Kimmy not going to invite my mama, I'm not going to invite her to Mommy Business Podcast. If T if Kimmy not going to, I'm not going to. Don't nobody give a fuck. Let me tell you something. I said this in a pregame. Ratchet Ramblings is me, Jeremy, and Curtis love child. Don't nobody else have to give a fuck about Ratchet Ramblings? It ain't no big joker to hang over nobody's fucking head. Well, if you gonna do this, we not gonna let you come on Ratchet Ramblings. Okay. Big fucking whoop. Exactly. And also, girl, Tisha, again, we circle back to this point. You do realize that the reason Kimmy don't want to invite your mama nowhere and why other people don't want to deal with your mama is because of the fact that your mama is a fucking asshole and you acknowledge that your mama is an asshole, but yet everybody else is to blame for the reason why your mama is an asshole. Tisha, if little Tommy... I just, like, girl, what? Like, girl, you could not connect four for your life. Like... Two plus two equals spaghetti soup for you, Tisha, and I just do not understand it. Your mama is the issue. Don't nobody have to put up with your mama because of your mama. Don't nobody, family or not, because here, you and Tisha family, that don't mean shit just because y'all family. Y'all family is marriage. Y'all ain't family, family, ain't no blood relation. Y'all in-laws, that ain't shit. Bitch, also I don't have that. to be friends with no in-laws. I don't have also to. Also that. I so don't have to let your mama disrespect me. Also that. But even if y'all was blood, that don't mean you give family a, a pass for being a, fu a fucking train wreck. I don't know what the fuck your definition of family is, but let me tell you one thing, beloved. 
wrong, like Marceau said, right is right and wrong is wrong. If my family being a being a dickhead and me with my moral compass, I don't fuck with dickheads, family or not, guess who I'm not being around? That family that's a goddamn dickhead. That's how this works. Now, I don't know what the hell floating around in your... I don't know what the hell floating around in your goddamn head like a goddamn... <laughs> like a... <laughs> Like one of them down rolling eight balls and shit. I don't know what's going on in your head, Tisha, but family or not, you do not have to excuse anybody or want to fuck with anybody that's being a piece of shit. And your mama is a piece of shit that everybody recognizes, including yourself, that your mama a piece of shit. So, baby, you just got to put on your big girl's uh, bra straps and suck that shit up and just be okay with the fact that people do not fuck with your mama and they do not have to. You know, and you know how you can people can, you know what can rectify that situation yo mama not being a goddamn asshole yeah i um just want to add that you know marceau is a misogynist tisha's brain dead martell a loser mel wearing that braided wig that she got from karen huger Kimmy stuck in the middle and her nostrils is wide than the motherfucker breathing air. Maurice spinning in circles, chasing his mole. And Wanda wearing microwave ponytails and all of this is happening in 2021. Good to fuck luck, everybody. Literally. You on your fucking own. Y'all are a... a, You you lot are a lot. Okay. Big lot. Also, but this the thing. Now, Marceau, this where I got a problem with you. Or maybe we didn't see the whole conversation because we know they edit it how they want to. But the way that Letitia brought it to Kimmy, first things first, you said you weren't going to discuss this on your podcast, aka Miss I'm a professional. And when you discussed it, you brought half-ass details that you either inferred from the conversation you had with your husband or you purposely overlooked because you want to be at odds with Kimmy. But let the record show Kimmy did not initiate that convo about Wanda because Kimmy don't give a fuck about Wanda. Hello. Nor did she say Wanda was banned or sanctioned. She just has a right to not fucking invite Wanda to anything. And if you are invited, she's just probably going to tell you, do not bring your mother. Or you both will be asked to leave. Hello? But Tisha, you a bold-faced liar. And I'm glad that Kimmy pays you and your mama does the way she does. Because you sat there and you told Marceau she that you wasn't surprised that your mom behaved that way. And that you ruined the graduation party for your friend, a.k.a. sister, that you want all this loyalty from but you couldn't even manage to be loyal in return. How do you, it's always motherfuckers talking loyalty and begging loyalty that is not loyal worth the fuck and don't respect boundaries. Mm. Loyalty is respecting people's boundaries. Hello. That's a part of loyalty. That's a part of friendship. That's a part of kinship. That's a part of sisterhood. That's just a part of being a decent fucking human being is knowing how to respect people's boundaries and you don't respect people's boundaries. You think you can force your mama down everybody's fucking throat. 
Don't sit in that woman face talking about loyalty and you ruin something that was really near and dear to her fucking heart. As a parent, the amount of pride that you feel when your child accomplishes something, no matter how big or small, it's a super prideful feeling. I don't know if London will go to college one day or Taj, but if they do and if they complete it, that sense of pride and accomplishment, it, it will be bursting from my goddamn chest. So for you to mess up a celebration for somebody in the that, that did not even get to have the full college graduate experience due to being in the middle of a fucking pandemic and still completing their studies and getting a diploma, you are, you are the whole total opposite of loyal bitch you are a fucking scumbag what you did and to try to turn it around on kimmy like she's the the big bad wolf you are super trashy well the way you greeted her that energy could have changed the room kimmy said your mom wasn't invited so whatever energy she got was on her hello we can start it in the not only that, I love that Kimmy put you in your place about needing to have conversations with you about your mother. Kimmy said, I didn't call you to talk about your mother because I don't need your advice on dealing with your mother. I didn't call Maurice to talk about Wanda because I don't need nobody to intervene on how I deal with Wanda. I know how to deal with Wanda. Wanda doesn't ruffle my feathers. So no, we don't need to have no conversations about Wanda. That's your mama, not mine. Also, why would also Tisha, why would anybody call you about your mama when you don't even check or handle your mama your damn self? Like <laughs> your mama be disrespecting fuck? your own fucking husband and you be sitting there with your tongue hanging out your fucking mouth like Yeah, how old mama be like disrespecting you, her? Fuck fuck my soul, hell. Why like be disrespecting you about to, Like you about yeah. to lick a bus window with a helmet on. Girl, fuck <laughs> niggas, you. you stupid. Yeah, but I'm saying like shit, it won't even have to bring my son into a hell. Wanda be disrespecting the fuck out of Tisha, and Tisha just be like, okay. Well, I can see that because that can that's a lot of mother daughter relationships where they the mother is just completely overbearing and feels like you know her advice is warranted when it's actually not needed in any capacity. But the people that she should be stepping up to the plate for so that they don't have to have negative interactions with Wanda. She never does. Maurice shouldn't have to argue with Wanda. Maurice shouldn't have to check Wanda. Kimmy shouldn't have to check Wanda. Kimmy Mel shouldn't have to check Mel Wanda. shouldn't yeah. have to check Wanda. Like nobody, she, she Des put, Destiny shouldn't have to check Wanda. She put her mom in all of those situations and made her mama feel comfortable disrespecting the people closest to Tisha and it should be Tisha's responsibility to create boundaries for her mother. Ma, well, she don't I know how to you. do that because, I mean, back going harking back to what you said about her husband. I mean, well, I'm, but that too. that too, I'm just like, my thing is everything we are saying about Tisha, she learned from Wanda, like not, not creating or respecting boundaries. Hell, she don't know what boundaries is because hell, look at her mama. Her mama don't know what that is. And so shit, how can she learn what she was never taught because her mama don't know what it is? Mm-hmm. Like everything harkens back to like her mama. Like the reason Tisha is as fucked up as she is is because she had a but fucked also, up mama who, could, who continues point, to be fucked up. At some point as adults, we don't, 
get to live in our trauma and it not have consequences. And this Absolutely. is where this comes in at. And I have this conversation with people often. One of my favorite ways to have this conversation is to discuss how trifling Jenny from Forrest Gump was. <laughs> well, she was abused and her life was trauma, trauma, nothing but trauma, and this, that, and the third. Yeah, absolutely. We've all had trauma. Your trauma does not invite you or entitle you to create trauma and dysfunction and abuse and mess in other people's lives. If you want to live in your trauma, that is your right to do so, but you can't try to force people to live in it with you. You don't want to create boundaries for your mom. You don't want to sit her down and tell her that you would never let your friends, your husband, your fa other family disrespect her. So you're not going to allow her to do it. Then you need to remove your mama from, you need to separate your mama and your friend circle, period. Your old ass mama don't have no business being everywhere you fucking go where your friends are involved. Your friends don't have shit in common with Wanda. That's the other part. I love my mama dearly. Everybody love mama white diamonds. Yes. However, if I brought my mama to every function where we was all kicking it, y'all would be like, huh, maybe leave your mom at home. You can separate your friend circle from your mama. You choose not to. And if you don't want to create boundaries so that your friends and your husband are not constantly going to war with your mama, you have to be prepared to also be shunned from your friend circle. Because nobody is going to invite you anywhere if they know that you can't leave Wanda's wild rabbit raccoon looking ass at home. She do look like Sly Cooper. Oh, funky, musty microwave ponytail wearing old bitch. I bet you that ponytail a wig and she just unclip it. On to this uh, voter registration Halloween event, which I thought was a cute idea. Um, yeah. But when I tell you that I screamed from the pits of my soul when Marcus and Martell had on the same costume but the men said Marcus wore it better, nigga. Oh, yeah, because when Marceau said it seemed like Marcus actually put effort into the outfit and Martel just threw on whatever the fuck. I mean, he when did lie. Nigga, no, that's not the best shade. When Marceau said everybody at Pharaoh until the actual Pharaoh shows up, mm -hmm. I say, now, nah, nigga, one thing about Marceau, he can get catty and shady with you now. And he can throw some very elegant shade because I was screaming. But my favorite part of this interaction was Martel puffing out his chest just to back down. And he yeah. called a bitch by the same man he tried to paint as being less than because he was gay. Yeah, well, Marcus said, what you going to do? Walk away like you like you did? And what did Martel do? Walk away like he, he said, did? you ain't going to do shit, but walk away like you doing now, bitch. And what did he do? Walk away? <laughs> Martel, you can't fight. You can't whip nobody ass. You can't even go beat up the niggas you claim male cheated on you with like a real nigga. <laughs> you, know, 
<laughs> you don't even have real, real nigga toxic energy. Because everybody know, like, real nigga toxic energy when the bitch cheat on you. I'm killing you and that nigga. I'm finna go beat that nigga the fuck up where he stay. You ain't even good at being toxic. Right. You a fucking loser. Here go Martel. I saw the text messages. I could expose them. Okay, Miss Mamas. Now what? Also, I'm sick of him talking about my kids, my kids. Don't ever mention my kids. You have not been an active father in them kids' lives, nigga. No, no. Even worse, more than that, I'm sick of him bringing up this cheating melody did while they were separated. I mean, also that. You didn't I get think... cheated on while y'all were separated. Matter of fact, you don't. You didn't get cheated on. Period. If you cheated first, you got what your hand called for. Now is it? If is it tacky? That she you claim she cheated on you because you cheated? Well, sure, it's some tit for tat bullshit. She could have just left. But in the grand scheme of things, according to Melody and according to you, because you've agreed that she had these interactions with men while y'all were not together, y'all were separated, y'all were living separate, and she had started the divorce process the first time. You wasn't being cheated on. Please sit down. Please sit down. Your story changed every other episode. It go from she wasn't meeting my needs to she cheated on me first, back to she wasn't meeting my needs, back to she cheated on me because I cheated on her. Like the story keep changing. You just unraveling and you spiraling and you look like a fucking goofy. And that's all I got to say about that. Martel Hood, I'll beat you the fuck up. It bears repeating every episode till the season over. Niggas Correct. will slam you on your fucking neck. Niggas will boom you, little bitch ass nigga. Correct. Cause you for I'll you to be, be as big as you are, you got the soul of a whole ass nigga. I'll beat your ass, Martel. Niggas will beat that. your ass till you grow some hair back. Niggas will beat you into a new hairline. <laughs> Tight Wrangler jeans wearing bitch rhinestone cowboy ass nigga get out of here stop talking to us stop playing in our face pussy thanks everybody see y'all back next week peace niggas yeah we out